Yo, what you say now? Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Ah, I, I, you know, when it comes to this music, I can, I can't rap, but I, I be thinking like I'm about to rap, like I bob my head, like I'm gonna say something, but nothing come out, cause I don't know how to make the stuff rhyme, cause you can't really rap if you can't rhyme. Mm. But I know y'all, you know, anybody listening to this probably can think of your own beats and rhymes. But anyway, welcome to the Keith Battle, Keith Battle Podcast. I'm Keith Battle, your host. And before I get into today's podcast, I want to invite every married or engaged couple listening out to the Effective Love Marriage Workshop coming up this, uh, not this Saturday, but Saturday, November the 2nd. And this time it's going to be in College Park, Maryland at the College Park Marriott Hotel. Nice venue from 9 to 12. Last time we did it from 10 to 12, we've added time so that we can get more work done on our marriages um, and here's the drum roll my wife is going to teach it with me yeah that's going to be really cool so I'm excited we've extended the time we've added a special guest communicator so hey check it out we'll be glad to have you invest in your marriage on that day it's only $80 a couple it's $100 at the door but I don't think we're going to make it to the door because um, um, the the registrations are coming in quickly. Anyway, today, y'all, I have two of my brothers with me in the studio to talk about one of my favorite subjects, the sport of boxing, the sweet science. I love boxing, and I got into it a lot more when I couldn't watch football for two years as I was standing with Cap. Mm. But since Cap got his cash, <laughs> I'm sitting down again. But I, I don't have a lot of people that I can really chop it up with regarding the subject of boxing. So I'm grateful for these guys because they share love for the sport and knowledge of it as well. They have more knowledge than I do. Um, but I want to have this conversation today and hopefully you'll enjoy it. We ain't got nothing. We ain't promised you no insight, no life changing truths or none of that. We just talking boxing today. And so we've entitled this week's podcast, Sean and Sean on the sweet signs of boxing. Help me welcome Mr. Sean Jones. Hi, yes, sir. He waved his hand like we were on video. <laughs> I know. He really did. He really just mm -hmm. waved his hand. <laughs> I did. But that's why we need a videographer in here. <laughs> yeah, that's the next step. Sean, is, he got a lot of roles in my life. One is he stays on me about being excellent, different stuff. And then we got Pastor Sean Mason. Hey, hey. Huh, freshly ordained. <laughs> Where you calling, man? I left it in the car. Woo! Yeah, I Woo! threw the suit on. Huh? <laughs> my threw man. the Nike suit on for this one. Yeah. Sean. <laughs> Sean and Sean, thanks for coming in, fellas. Thank you. Thank you, man. No, sure. Let's get right to it. I didn't give y'all these questions, so y'all gonna have to really freestyle. Uh oh. So let's start with some, you know, big news recently in boxing. The welterweight division had a unification fight a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Earl Spence Jr. won a split decision over Sean Porter to become the IBF and now WBC mm -hmm. welterweight champion. So first of all, tell me y'all's thoughts on that fight, and if you thought the judges got the decision right. Uh, me personally, the fight played out a um, little closer than I anticipated. Mm -hmm. I thought that going into that fight that Spence would stop Porter late in the fight. 10th, 11th round was what I had. He did drop him in the 11th. Mm -hmm. um, 
but I saw some things in Spence. I, I didn't like really his approach and how he was fighting Porter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did think the correct decision was made. I had it 7-5 uh, Spence. Uh, it's hard to go against a guy when he got a knockdown mm-hmm. and um, had 50 more punches landed mm-hmm. than his opponent. So yeah, it's hard to box, Copy box stack. Mm-hmm. Compu box stats. Mm-hmm. Okay. I never even saw those. Yeah, yeah. He landed about 40 to 50 more punches. What do you think, yeah. Sean? Other Sean? Y'all don't know which Sean I'm talking to. Nah. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it I, it was funny because the reactions of people that were like, you know, this wasn't what I expected. I was like, do you watch boxing? <laughs> Have you ever watched a Sean Porter fight? Sean mm-hmm. Porter always is going to make you fight a rough, tumble fight. Mm-hmm. Sean Porter has not, he has not been blown out in any fight. Mm-hmm. He's lost close decisions for the most part. He's got knocked down, but he never gets knocked out because he's a tough dude to knock out. Mm-hmm. And I think Arrow kind of set him set himself up with all the pre uh, pre fight talk. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to knock him out. Gonna, you knew, you yeah. knew you weren't going to knock out Sean Porter. Yeah. Nobody knocks out nah. Sean Porter. Nah, he's a machine. But I knew he was going to beat Sean Porter in mm-hmm. a rough and ugly fight because mm-hmm. fighting Sean is ugly. Yeah, Sean is strong. He came. I mean, you know, when Sean was in the amateurs, he was like a middleweight. He yeah. was a big boy. Mm-hmm. His his first pro fight was 165. So, so yeah. you coming, you coming from 165 to 147, yeah. and fighting there consistently. You know, it's just going to be a rough tumble fight, which it was. I think the judges got it right. I thought Arrow won. Um, mm-hmm. I thought Arrow clearly won, and he won fighting Sean's fight, mm-hmm. which I thought was impressive within itself. Um, the other thing about it is it just shows how fickle we are as fans sports fans in general Mm -hmm. because we are part of this hot take culture so after something happens we have to have a take on it or it has to mean something going forward Mm -hmm. because what i remember and i know we're going to get into this is when crawford's fought last and he knocked his dude out in the 12th and he didn't look fantastic Mm -hmm. what everybody everybody was saying oh this is easy work for spence Mm -hmm. spence gonna kill crawford because he didn't knock the dude out as fast as people thought he would he didn't Mm -hmm. dominate him as well but he won Mm -hmm. the fight easily Mm -hmm. and then at the end of the spence fight because it was close with porter who it should be close with everybody was like oh well crawford is gonna tear him up Mm -hmm. look he's not as good as we thought but y'all was saying the same thing about eight months ago when when crawford Mm -hmm. didn't and what people have to realize if you really watch boxing once you get to the elite level, not the lead up, mm-hmm. rarely are we even seeing knockouts at the elite level mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because both of those fighters are just so skilled mm-hmm. that the likelihood of a knockout is not high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think people need to like, you know, you get a lot of these casuals in here, you mm-hmm. know, talking about things that they don't see. But if you really watch boxing, the fight played out like you should expect it to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I, I, I never thought he would stop Sean. And I think I think Kenny Porter said after the fight he said Errol made this made the fight harder for himself than he should have because Errol's a dog mm-hmm. you know that right mm-hmm. and, and Sean's Sean's a pit bull but mm-hmm. Errol's a dog so mm-hmm. Errol mano y mano you know but I think if he had fought more like he fought Mikey even mm-hmm. though Sean's a Russian kept it kept kept him on kept everything off his jab kept him out fought on the outside fought on his back foot I thought he would have had an easier night but he just went in there and whatever they did, whatever you do, I'm going to do it back. Mm-hmm. So he was right. taking them. And, you know, Errol's not a super defensive fighter. Right. At all. Because he is, he's usually walking through people. Mm-hmm. And Sean is not walk, Someone walking you through people. No, walk you can't walk through Sean. In fact, nope. I don't know if y'all noticed when Sean, when he took his, when he took his, his robe off, mm-hmm. 
Sean looked like he was 160 that yeah. night, 170 yep. that night. I mean, he was just swole. The like, rehydration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you notice, even through the camera angles, when you had a shot of his back, yeah. just really how wide and how broad his yeah. back was. Arrow was straight up and down. Yeah. The the wideness or the width of mm -hmm. Sean Porter's back really showed his size. Yeah, he's a big yeah. dude. He's a big dude. Now, several days after the fight, Errol Spence Jr. was involved in a one-car accident, topless for Ferrari, in which the car flipped over several times, ejected him from the car, and reports say he didn't have a single broken bone, but did break some teeth and facial lacerations. So I want to know from you gentlemen, your thoughts on the accident and the fact that Errol was not wearing a seatbelt. Yet he's still alive. What, what, what are y'all's thoughts on that? Well, I think it's nothing but the grace of God yeah. that he was able to come out of that. Because I think, I don't know if you all saw it, but I saw the video footage mm -hmm. from yeah. the security camera. That car camera. flipped five times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we have a convertible uh, Italian sports car that's mm -hmm. flipping five times. Mm -hmm. And for him to make it out of that. Because when they first without reported it, with, without the safety and belt on. And got ejected from the car. Now, that's ain't what you exactly. said we wasn't going to get no gems today. But that's nothing but the Lord. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He um, got he got to get God to praise on He got to get God all broken all bones. No broken, no broken bones. bones. My thing was, will he will he be another Paul Williams? Can't walk anymore. Or yeah. Chico Corrales. He just won't survive the accident. But for him to just have facial cuts and broken teeth, that's pretty miraculous. That's grace. That's, that's incredible. I thought, like you, when they weren't reporting, they said, well, he wasn't life-threatening. Mm -hmm. And there was no clarity given in regards to what injuries he had sustained. Yep. First thing that came to mind was is a possible paralysis. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Because you're hearing he's in intensive mm -hmm. care unit, yep. very serious condition. Um, Look like the car was in worse shape than him. According that to that, beat up. And I think yeah. that's part of the thing because I what it reminded me of is back in the day when Cam Newton crashed. Uh, he mm. crashed his uh, Hummer and it was real bad, and he he just wasn't really that, that hurt. Mm -mm. And that's because he came back like the next week. And it's like, I think part of it, too, you know, just might be the actual strength of their bodies. That's mm -hmm. a, I think that's true, too. We, we, we're not, you know, taking no glory away from God. No. But the level of physical conditioning, I don't know about y'all. I think boxers are maybe the most physically fit athletes in sports. Maybe, you know, with all due respect, so USTA guy here. <laughs> The way people have to run up and down that court tennis-wise, that's that's phenomenal. Incredible. As far as cardio. But you're talking about the physical conditioning and with core strength and all that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's got to – that's why one of the reasons why people believe Kevin Hart's going to bounce back because he was he was so he was, fit. He was, he was so working fit. out and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think by far combat sports uh, for a couple of reasons because one of it is is athletic conditioning, but the other thing is you got to get hit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and I think people don't it, it used to kill me When I used to watch boxing When I was much younger And people don't do this as much Anymore Because I think people are much more With the popularity Of boxing as a workout And boxing training As a workout mm -hmm. Especially And what And what I don't, who I don't think Gets enough credit for that Is Floyd Mayweather mm -hmm. Because Floyd Mayweather People saw the mitts Mm -hmm. With Floyd Mayweather, mm -hmm. and if you notice, all your all your favorite gym trainers want to learn how to use the mitts, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and that made people feel like boxing was an aerobic exercise, or boxing training was something that they wanted to do. And then you've seen this growth of of boxing gyms, especially mitt work, to get people in shape, and people really realize how much it takes when they punch in a bag or they punch in the mitts, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, I'm tired after a minute. Well, I said, well, imagine. You tired of a minute just hitting the bag or hitting the mitts. Imagine if you actually in the ring and you getting hit. 
And trying to avoid getting And trying hit. to avoid yeah. getting and hit. And trying to get yeah. some hits in. And what, the and stress we, and anxiety right. around that. Of being in a fight. Of being a fight. Yeah. We used to hear people be like, well, why these boxers ain't punching? Remember when mm-hmm. you used to watch fight and they'd be yeah. like, why they not punching? Mm-hmm. They yeah. tired. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, it's, a bru- it's a brutal sport. So I think clearly that, 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 that contributed to his rebounding as well. Let's stay with the welterweight division for a minute. Mm-hmm. So the fight that everyone wanted to see, mm-hmm. obviously in welterweight, and Errol Spence Jr., right, Terrence Crawford. If that fight were to take place, and let's say Spence made a full recovery from the accident, what happens? If he now I'm saying he recovers not just physically, but psychologically recovers from the accident, mentally, like he's the he is the old Errol Spence Jr. that we saw in the ring recently. What are y'all's thoughts about that fight? I think. First thing going into it is to consider both of their opponents in the level of competition they faced. Mm-hmm. Terrence Crawford has not faced a top-tier uh, prime welterweight mm-hmm. as we have uh, Terrence Crawford, who had previous bouts with Kell Brook. You um, mean Errol Spence? Errol Spence, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Errol Spence had, his, had a previous bout with Kell Brook, mm-hmm. uh, which was a great fight, by the way. Stopped uh, Kell Brook. Um, also coming off of a fight with now a great fight, possible fight of the year uh, fight candidate with Sean Porter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even, you know, people say, of course, the weight disparity and the height disparity made a difference against Mikey Garcia. Mikey Garcia is still a top 20 caliber fighter. Some would argue top 10 mm-hmm. uh, pound for pound fighter. Mm-hmm. So I would give that edge in, re- in regards to level of competition to Errol Spence. But if how I believe the fight would play out, although Errol Spence has fought uh, better competition, Terrence Crawford has something that not many fighters have that Floyd Mayweather had. And that is the ability to adapt in the ring, Mm -hmm. in the fight. Terrence Crawford has that ability of of what we would call adaptability. Mm -hmm. Well, I think he would uh, figure out the puzzle and find the correct strategy throughout that fight to defeat uh, Errol Spence. I do think it would go to points. I don't mm-hmm. believe he would stop Errol. But, right. Mm-hmm. What do you think, man? I was going to sit the fence. I was just going to say it was a 50-50 fight, but you kind of convinced me. I'm not even going to lie. Mm-hmm. I think the adaptability is 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 the key. I think that's mm-hmm. really what it is. And I think the, the, the one thing, I do love Spence, mm-hmm. but the one thing is to me, he hasn't shown a ton of versatility. Mm-hmm. Right. And Crawford just has a little bit more versatility Maybe a, maybe more than a little. Maybe more, more than yeah. a little, but what, what he's what, shown it at least. He's shown yeah, it, yeah, and yeah. you know he's 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 bystantual. Mm-hmm. You know he'll he'll go southpaw. He'll go regular yep. at, with with equal level yes. of effectiveness. In fact, he mm-hmm. might even be better as a southpaw. And mm-hmm. he might. And, yeah. and but I think that that lack of top competition does scare me. And he's not going to see any top competition before he has to fight Spence anyways because he's with Bob Arum in top rank. Right. So he's never mm-hmm. going to see that level of. Of competition before he has to, if if they ever work it out to fight. Well, let me play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. If you're Roy Jones, you listen to Roy Jones. Roy Jones said the same thing about Spence because he says I can't take the I can't take the Kell Brook fight as a legitimate competition because he fought Kell Brook while Kell Brook was recovering from an eye socket mm-hmm. surgery because he got his eye socket busted up by Triple G. That is correct. He was a broken fighter. And, you know, he fought Lamont Peterson. He fought mm-hmm. Algieri. He fought some guy he hit with a body shot and he went down. So 
his first big fight because even even um, yeah, uh, Garcia, Danny Garcia was saying Errol hasn't been tested amongst us. But you look at Sean; he's fought mm-hmm. Kell Brook, he's fought Keith Thurman, he's fought Danny Garcia, mm-hmm. he's fought Ugas. Sean Porter's fought everybody, mm-hmm. everybody, and, and we'll fight them right all there. again. And, right there. and so, arguably beat all of those too, because right. all of those were all, all debatable, all fought, right? Mm-hmm. Which, if you use that debate against Terrence, well, Errol was up against somebody that's fought all the greats, and he hadn't, right? So what we can see, what all the boxing eyes can see about Terrence Crawford is his ability to do so many things in the ring. He so can skip. fight, he can punch, he can rumble, he can he can bang, he can slip, he's slick, he can do all that. And I think Errol has more in his bag, but he's such a dog, he doesn't use it. Like he just want to just say, I think Errol gets into this thing in press conferences where he gets so daggone mad at his opponent that he just want he just want to really just bust somebody up. I don't know if I buy that he has more in his his bag. Well, that's why the reason why I believe he has more in his bag is look at the Mikey Garcia fight. He never got he never did he he didn't press Mikey. He just he just he just. He he masterfully beat that guy. Mm-hmm. And you talking about Mikey Garcia? I agree with Sean. Mr. Mikey Garcia is at the top of the food chain. Mm-hmm. But Mike Garcia may have been top five before that fight. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing: mm-hmm. if I if I was a matchmaker for a second, mm-hmm. first of all, I don't think Errol should fight um, Crawford next, anyways. Oh no! no. Not after what just happened. I, no, I think he I, even even before the car accident, yeah. I think he should fight. I know that's what everybody wants, but it doesn't make sense. He won, he wanted Pacquiao. He wants the he money. Should, he should yeah, fight Pacquiao, yeah. but he should also fight Pacquiao for the money. Mm-hmm. But he should fight Pacquiao for the belt. Mm-hmm. We keep forgetting Absolutely. Pacquiao has a belt. WBA. Yep. So yep. what's the point of fighting Crawford first when we, you fight Pacquiao? Take the belt mm-hmm. and that because Pacquiao fight's going to be big no matter what because of Pacquiao's name. Absolutely. So you take Pacquiao's belt yep. and then you fight Crawford, which makes Crawford's fight bigger because it's not big enough yet. It's not as big as a Pac fight either way. Yeah. So you make you make the Crawford fight bigger by taking Pac's belt and then it's a it's the it's the mm-hmm. the granddaddy of them all. No you know? question. I also, I believe in in your case. By him obtaining an- another belt, he'll be the title holder of three different titles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That helps him in negotiation leverage as well. Who's going to be the A side? Who's going to be the no B question. side? And He's got to be the A side because be. of his resume. And he if got you three have belts. three belts, you, you're the A side. And then that, that helps you with the negotiations with Crawford. Gotcha. The other thing is in this idea that he, I'm praying that this doesn't happen. This whole uh, Spence and Danny Garcia. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that, but what I do want to see mm-hmm. is Garcia and Garcia. Yes, Mikey because they're and about the same size. Yeah, I think I still think Mikey's Mikey's trying to move up too far. Mm. He, he skipped one forty, but I feel like if kind of skipped one forty. Well, there ain't nobody one forty. That's why I don't want to fight at one forty. Yeah. So I would really want to see Mikey and Danny because I felt like Arrow was just too big for Mikey. That's what everybody said from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Danny's a smaller welterweight. So yeah. I feel like Danny and Mikey, Danny then we got, could really see how good Mikey is. But Danny got bombs in both hands. Danny has pop. So you're telling so okay. So I think that would be me, an interesting fight. So who wins? Who you think wins? I Mikey think and Danny. Would, I think oh Mikey Mikey and, Mikey and Danny. I think Danny. I think Danny would get him because of his power. Really? Yeah. See, that's I think Danny will get him. I think Mikey's a better technical fighter, but he's still stepping up to a weight to a place where the see the thing he's got to walk through some stuff to get to to get to Danny, and Danny will hit you. You know, Danny punches. Danny do punch, but you 
over Mike. Mikey's so fundamentally sound, and he I is. feel like maybe I'm just. I when, just had this picture in my mind of how Errol just dominated. But Errol, look how much bigger Errol is than Danny. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about Errol and Sean Porter. To me, those are the two big welterweights, like physically. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Sean's the bigger one, right? Mm-hmm. Take them out of the equation. Then you got Pac, who's a smaller yeah. welterweight because mm-hmm. yeah. he came all the way up. Mm-hmm. Danny, who I look at as a smaller weight. You got to remember, Floyd, even Floyd was small, right? And Danny came from 140, so it's not like Danny wasn't at 140. Mm-hmm. He was at 140. He came up to 147. Mm-hmm. He's a smaller welterweight. Mm-hmm. So you got all these smaller welterweights that I want to see Garcia. It, it's, you, so you got Mikey. Seems like you you convinced Mikey's going to do something to him. Like ah, man. I, I, I just feel like I, I, I feel like he he made the biggest jump he could make. So imagine what what does he do? I want to see what he does against someone that's more close to his size. Well, keep in mind he They're did. Both elite. I st- I think They're Danny's elite. elite enough that, like you said earlier, there won't be. I don't. He's not going to knock Danny out. No, no, nobody's, no. Nobody stopped Danny. Even though I thought Lamont Peterson beat him, I thought Lamont did as well. Yeah, yeah. I thought Lamont Peterson, and I think Lamont Peterson gave people a blueprint if they follow it. Oh, I don't think no Lamont, doubt. I t- I, I, do I think he waited too late. I don't think Lamont beat him. You didn't think uh, on that, the rules of boxing? I don't think Lamont. I think Peterson Lamont beat waited him. too late. But what he did, if he had done what he did earlier in the fight, yeah. He's I think because he, he dominated the end of he, he dominated the end of the fight to I, me. Oh, he definitely dominated when I the went end of the back, fight. But you can't you can't take away all the yeah. the, the rounds in the bank that Danny yeah. had. But it looked bad because it was like because there's something in our soul when we watch a fight is we want to judge who would we have rather have been mm-hmm. in the fight. Mm-hmm. Well, boxing doesn't work like that. MMA doesn't work like that. But at the end of that fight, I would have rather been Lamont Peterson than Danny Garcia. But according to the rules of boxing. I don't think I don't think Lamont Peterson won that fight, but uh-huh. I would have definitely rather been <laughs> Peterson. I got you. I got mm-hmm. you. I'm gonna run down some names. Let's go down. Sure. We'll go down a lighter weight. Mm-hmm. This, we, you know, all this, all the talking buzz is around welterweight. Of course. But I'm, I'm gonna run some names out to y'all that I think gonna that really that 126 to 135 window. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's only nine pounds. But listen to these names. Okay. Vasily Lomachenko. Mm-hmm. Devin Haney, mm-hmm. Mikey Garcia, mm. Tiafimo Lopez, mm. Robert Issa Jr., mm-hmm. Richard Comey, mm. Javante Davis, mm-hmm. Tevin Farmer, mm-hmm. Gary Russell Jr., Leah Santa Cruz. That's a lot of talent. Young Shakur Stevenson. That is a loaded. Is, that is a loaded That's just area. nine pounds, Doc. Yeah. That's, that's, that's Any of them can fight area. each other. Yeah, yeah. So, so here's my question about it. When you hear those names, right, yeah, I just all them. If y'all, if y'all see a video, every name I call, they lit up. Yep. What fighters intrigue you the most out of those I just named, and who you want to see fight? Well, well, first of all, when they announced the Crawford fight, Comey and Tiafimo Lopez are fighting on that card. So that Crawford card, they they are they fighting, fighting each mm-hmm. other. They fighting yes. each other. So Tiafimo so, and Comey did, are fighting. So we we talked off air mm-hmm. that Crawford is signed to fight a. Uh, mandatory right, right. against somebody whose name none of we us can pronounce. Igalaga Laka Wasa. Yeah, yeah. Mama say Mama <laughs> Sam, Mama <laughs> So he he's got he's got a, a tune up. Yeah. Even though he won't call it that because he takes his fight seriously. Mm-hmm. Um but Tia Fimo but on so the undercard. Tia Fimo is fighting Comey. Comey on the on undercard. undercard. That's interesting. Cause I want to see a backflip in a fortnight dance after, <laughs> after he knocks someone out. It's gonna be I mean Tia Tia Fimo is super entertaining. Um but the most intriguing on that list is to me. That's tough. I, w- I was I was about to jump out there and say it, but then I was like, "Do I really want to say that?" But I'm gonna go with Devin Haney. Really, I, really intriguing. I wouldn't have thought that intriguing. Yeah. Devin is Devin is a star. Yeah. Um, I love Tank. 
Mm-hmm. I love Tank. I love well, Tank. Love but, Tank. But you asked me day. who's most intriguing. Yes. The, and who do you want to see fight each other? Because you know any, you know Gary Russell can be thrown to Gary Russell Jr. Gary was, Russell wants any to fight. Any of those Tank. guys can fight each other. I, I would love What's to see. Up? I would love to see Tank and Russell. Mm-hmm. I would also like to see Loma fight Haney because Haney talking. Mm-hmm. But Haney I, called him out. He called him out a couple of Her? times. Yeah, but that's Haney's, bold to call out Loma. And and yeah. I think Loma and I, and I'm a, and I'm gonna say this too for this whole for the I guess we'll get to that later, which is mm-hmm. the pound for pound debate. I think okay. Loma's overrated. I don't know how you I don't know how you lose a fight I to agree. a journeyman. But it, it was his. I it don't like care if it was, was first, first or second fight, second or third. You have a loss, and you can. I cannot put you in front of Terrence Crawford, who ain't lost to nobody. I can't Agreed. put you in front of Errol Spence, who ain't lost to nobody. And he and, went up there after Andre Ward retired, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And the I can't Ward put you over Canelo either. There's the sleeper on that list. Canelo, we'll get there. Yeah, but yeah, we won't get back to that. Yeah. But let's he got a fight coming up too. But, but yeah. let's stay where we were. Yeah, which is. I, I, but you, but you got to say, okay, you you think you think y'all both think Loma's overrated. I disagree because I think his performances. This Joker makes people quit. He made was it Rigandale? What's it? Rigandale. Rigandale. He, he makes people. He quit. made. He made the first two seven, he made seven, quit was uh, Walters. Walters. Yes, Walters. And now these are not these I are was, not top tier guys. I was huh? ringside for Walters. Where was that fight? It was in Vegas. I was ringside okay. for Walters. Yeah, that was, was that was domination. It it, was, it looked bad. Yeah, <laughs> it, Walters I mean, his, was a guy too. But, Walters, his, but his angles, his, his footwork, his throwing I off. Get you. He throws off the wrong foot. He comes in. A, mm-hmm. He comes in. He's he's fainting. He's going to the body. His hand speed. His ferocity. Yep. This is he's like he's like remember you, y'all know the story the difference between Money Mayweather and Pretty Boy. Oh, right? yes. Pretty, pretty Boy, Boy was, was knocking. Right. What he did he, to Gotti. He's <laughs> got that Pretty Boy stuff going. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just saying. He's got a mean streak to him for sure. I think that because I'm not saying that he's undeserving of being on the list. list. He's just we not see deserving to be in one. Things that he can do are just incredible, right. particularly with his footwork, his pivots, his angles, and the angles in which he can hit you. But I agree with Sean. It's difficult for me to give somebody the crown, mm-hmm. and they currently stand at a 14-1 and one professional record. Mm-hmm. But he had that crown at 7-1. Seven 7-1. And, seven and seven and oh, oh, I, I mean, when he <laughs> yeah. beat Gary, everybody, he, he was elevated yeah. to, you know, near the top and, of the and, list. And, and, and Gary is no easy fight. Not at all. Just to be clear, I, when we say overrated, it just means he's rated higher yeah, than he's he rated, should yep, be. He's still special. You think he was four? He's four to me. I, I got him five. I think uh, something like yeah, who, and, and we, who, well, we'll get there. Who, 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 okay, we'll get there. Come. But wait, nah, nah, go. we're going there right now. Y'all got me now. Y'all done put Vassy in. Okay, give me, give me, give me your top. Give me your top five. Give I'll go first. I'll go first. I gotta see who's five. Okay, this pound for pound, no matter what your weight is, these are the best five fighters in the world in boxing currently, right now. Right in my opinion, I'm going. I'll do number one, and these two can be flip-flopped. Uh, I'll go number one, Terrence Crawford, mm-hmm. right? Number two, uh, coming off this win, he is a unified, loaded, welterweight division champion, Errol Spence Jr. And really, and a lot of people don't put Errol that high. I know. I, don't, I know they yeah, don't. And they yeah. wrong. Um, number three, like I said before. I think it's the way he fights. You know that angle? 
Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Canelo Alvarez. Canelo's a monster. Why is Canelo, who's only lost one fight, to the to maybe to the, the best, one ever. of the greatest yeah, fighters right. of all time, he and he was when green. He was young. He, he was yeah, young. He yeah. lost to Lara, and well, that's that's debated. <laughs> Why that would be debated. Um, I think he may have lost one of those fights to Triple G. It was, it I was, thought, I thought he lost the first one. Yeah, yep. not, but not he definitely won the second one. Was, yeah, I thought he lost the first. I one. I thought he was on drugs the second fight. He was taking so much stuff. Walking through, he was walking through. Everything. Yeah, and he was big. Yeah. He was really big that second fight. Uh, number four. See, I can't. I know I have somebody in front of Lama. Um, if we want to, if I want to infuse Lomachenko at number four, you okay? Then I, I'm okay with it. But I'm going through. I'm going through the list of fighters now. Disrespect these guys are giving this man. No, man, it's right not there. disrespect. It just, it's just look. Let me see. One, I have. I, I mean, we basically have the same. I have one. I have one. You have Crawford. Um, I have Crawford. Mm -hmm. Two, I'm taking Spence, mm -hmm. but they're one A, one B to mm -hmm, me. Mm -hmm. Like it, tomorrow, I could feel differently mm -hmm. the other way. Um, two, I'm. Uh, you know, that three spot is definitely Canelo. I think Canelo's yep. like Canelo beat Triple G. And if you watch the last Triple G fight, which I got a chance to check out, man, he lost. He he won, but he lost. That is, yeah, that is. And a everybody strong was debate. saying he 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 lost against Darinchenko. And if you watch it, to me, he looks broken. Who is and that? It looks now? like Canelo. That uh, was Triple, Triple G's G. last oh, fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. he lost. I mean, he won on the cards. They gave it to him to keep him to keep the money rolling and the hope for the trilogy. But he lost. See, call me old school. But I'm still of the mindset when the champion, who you're trying to take his belt, yes, yes, yes. when he drops you in the first round, mm -hmm. and then from a punch, I mean, cuts you wide open in the second round, it is difficult for me to make a decision at the end of that fight to say that you took the champion's title. And Triple G is a lineal champion. He mm -hmm. is a, you know, he's definitely on the list. But I do see... Uh, some slowing down. I think Triple G's age is catching up with him. That's 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 see that's that's to me that's the I think that's the prof the prophecy on Errol Spence, right? Mm -hmm. Even though he wasn't as explosive to me as mm -hmm. Triple G mm -hmm. or Mike Tyson or even somebody we'll talk about a little later, Sergey Kovalev. Remember, he was the most feared light heavyweight fighter in yes. the world, right? But after them guys get beat up a little bit. It's a little air out of their balloon, you know. Absolutely. So now, now they're more human. Remember, remember when, when Buster Douglas beat Mike Tyson, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. Evander put that thing on him. Mm -hmm. Like he was biting people. Or he was cheating after that. He couldn't do nothing with anybody. I think, I think what Charlie, what Charlie Ward, what Andre Ward did to Kovalev, mm -hmm. what Canelo yes. did to Triple G. Yes. Now you're starting to see that these guys are not. Maybe it's their confidence, or maybe it takes something out of you physically that you just can't dominate the way you once did. I think in many cases, it age is factored in. Uh, you get I heard, older. Yeah. yeah, I heard a recent comment that uh, after the age of 30, each year uh, you go after the age of 30, so 31, 32, 33, mm -hmm. that your testosterone levels mm -hmm. decrease after mm -hmm. the age of 30. And I think there's a lot to be said about that. People say, oh, man, that Canelo Triple G fight was so close. Well, we're taking a prime Canelo, right? Mm -hmm. He is in the prime of his career. He yeah. is at the highest yeah. peak How in his career. He? 
I think Canelo maybe 27. I gotta look. Yeah, that something like that. So he was 22 when he lost to Floyd in 2013. He so was very he was 28. Young. Yeah, he was. He that's was, prime. Yes, that's prime. And he's seasoned. He's he's a seasoned 28. He's like an OG 28. Yeah, yeah, 29. Yeah, yeah. 29 years. Excuse me. And when he fought, he's fighting a 35, 36. 37-year-old Triple G. And with that uh, age disparity, it still was controversial. No, I got A 36-year-old Triple G. And they say, ah, he may have won both fights. Yeah, somewhere. You don't have, know who's old? Hmm. We don't know. Crawford is not a young man. No. Crawford's in his early 30s. Yes. Yep. Yep. And I don't know what happened if he's been off the radar. And because of the camp he's in, He's not as active, yeah. Because you know, he's in top rank, and, and I think, and I, and we talked about this off air. He's not making. He can't make money like that he, either. He man. he made the wrong. He had a chance to sign, and he re-signed with top rank. Yes. And I think that was just a bad move. He should have yes. just went to Al Heyman with everybody yes. else, and then he could have been in this mix. So he's I he's kind of made his. I wonder bed what's with the that. backstory on that? Because I don't think he's scared, so I don't know. I don't. No, I don't think he's scared. scared and, and and I just but I but it's like you're making it harder on yourself. You could have made it. But easy. he did resign. And Al Heyman's a black man, so you know you know. For solidarity, sure. but I remember when, black when, when 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 Floyd was under was under top rank and Bob Arum yep. and and he didn't have the money to get out. It was it was mm -hmm. the guy Jay Prince who paid his way out mm -hmm. at six hundred six hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, and it's interesting and that's, that that's how he got out going. Yeah. But Bob Arum still got a little stable, and he's got Shakur Stevenson. He's too. got a great stable. Um, really, yeah, he's got Shakur because uh, so he must be war. connected to Ward. Yep. So Ward was on the top rank too. I don't believe so. I gotta look. Because Ward's connected to Stevenson. But yeah, he's got so score. Wasn't Ward under Don Goosen for a little while? I think he was. Yeah, I think. And for that much was of his that career. was that was the whole issue. That was why he was inactive. Yeah, because they were trying to figure that out. Don but I want to go, go back though. I want to go These back. These guys talking Don Goosen. I, 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 I want to. I want to go back though. I want to go back to that question you asked with that loaded group. Because I want to see all. I just want to see all of them. I just want to see all of them fight. Because then when I said, "Oh, I want to see Haney," I didn't even mention Abner Marius. There's yeah, so they, many people and, in there. And I mean, they, remember they used to do that thing in super middleweight? What was it called? When when Ward and Arthur Abraham well, had, and uh, Round oh, Robin super tournament. Six. Super, super six. six. They yeah. should do that. But with that's, them. that's it's kind, like twelve of them. That's kind of yeah. what they're doing with Tiafimo, Comey, the winner is supposed to fight Lomachenko. No, I mean just set that's, it up like a tournament. Yeah. But that, so we but get they're to see if you have brackets and stuff. They're trying to do a pseudo tournament. Yeah. yeah. But I would love like a full super six. But yeah, I don't know if Haney's ready for Lomachenko, so I don't know if I want to feed him to that wolf. Yet. I think I think with all due respect, y'all might put him at four, but he's at the top of that circle. In that group. Yes. I don't even. I'm, 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 I'm even concerned about Tank. Yeah, well, you got your I think if Tank can land on him, Tank can get him. But because Tank's got bombs in his hand. Tank oh, just but Lomo is so slick. But if Tank can catch him, you think he would frustrate him? A part. Of I think he can. I think he can frustrate him. And I think, yeah. But I give Tank. I give Tank. A better chance than anybody else on that list because of, because of his ability to stop. Tank has one punch knockout. Yes, he does. Like I don't. Errol doesn't have that. And Errol I, does no. not. Errol is not a one punch. It's knockout. accumulation of punches that Errol but, has. But Javante Tank Davis and can I've knock heard, you out with one. And blow. I've heard stories from the gyms. He be mm -hmm. knocking out middleweights. Well, tank, <laughs> yeah, you got to. Yeah. I've heard. And, yeah. and keep in mind, let's consider 
Javante Davis's youth. Yeah, he's, he's still, still early twenties. Yeah, he's twenty two. Devin Haney's so, youth. I like that. Now I think out of that whole group, the one that will Shakur be the best young. is Haney. I think Haney's the Devin one that Haney. will be the oh, best. Oh, he's promising. What do you think about Tevin? He's Farmer. a star. He always asking for time. Well, he, here's the thing. He's talking. With, he, he in the inside looking in. Much. Yeah. He, he, here's the thing with, with Tevin Farmer. I know that that altercation that they had at mm-hmm. the MGM yeah. between Tank and himself went viral. Yeah. So there's always kind of a buzz. That's an intriguing fight. I, I mean, I think Tank walks through Tevin. Because yeah. Tevin doesn't have enough punching power. Nope. And you I get, think Tank will walk through You gotta have enough to stop. You gotta yeah, have you enough can't. to keep Tank he's, off yeah. of you. He's crafty. He's a great crafty southpaw, but yeah. Tank gonna walk through that. Yes, point. indeed. Let's go. Uh, this is kind of a dark side of the game. True. Y'all may know junior middleweight fighter Patrick Day was seriously injured recently. Mm-hmm. Still in a coma. Um, mm-hmm. Last report I saw, he was fighting for his life and Actually, my wife and I pray today. I pray for him. Mm. Um, injuries from a fight, knocked out. This is this happens. This is kind of a part of what you sign up for. You know, if you play in the NFL, you can end up getting a neck injury, get paralyzed. Um, but you know, even though fighters fight, right? Mm. That's what they do. They fight. When is it? When is it the responsibility of the referee or the ringside doctor? or the corner team or somebody to save these guys from themselves, you know, yeah. because because obviously your money is contingent upon you finishing fights and because, you know, if you hurt, you think you're going to, you know, give me some time. I'm going to come, I'm going to give my, you know, I'm going to get my head back right. and get my, right. my focus back. But, 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 you know, you don't, sometimes you don't come out of that. Like, so just y'all thoughts on just that part of the game because some people don't like the sport because of that. I still love the sport, but I just feel like something's got to be done to say, man, we ain't going to let you do this. I think it's also hard to tell. I, if you remember, even earlier this year, uh, Maxim Davashed, the yeah. Russian boxer, yeah. I actually watched that fight. Mm-hmm. And what was interesting about that fight is it didn't look that bad mm-hmm. until about the 11th. Right. And, you know, Davashed had a um, really experienced quarterman. He had Buddy McGirt. Mm-hmm. And uh, Buddy stopped it. Mm-hmm. Buddy said, you Buddy know, was pleading with him. He was him pleading with because he wanted to go back out in the 12th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but it didn't, it was weird because it looked bad all of the sudden. Mm-hmm. The whole fight, like, I was never like, oh, you got to get this guy out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just taking too much. Mm-hmm. And then the 11th, it got, it got a little bit towards the end, mm-hmm. but it was really hard to tell. Yeah. And then Buddy, but Buddy knew because mm-hmm. Buddy was, was, was seasoned. And I think, and he stopped it. And he said, yeah. hey, you, I'm not taking, I'm not allowing you to back out. And he, and he ended up passing away. But, when you look at a situation like that, in in most in most in most people's opinion, Buddy did the right thing at the right time, right? And he still died. He still died. So to this cool. point, right? So now, what I think boxing should do, if we really care about the athletes, mm-hmm. is they have to watch these films, like because there've been enough ring deaths or coma, coma, you know, people ended up in comas to say when does it turn. Right, because mm-hmm. you say you can be watching nine, ten rounds and everything looks normal. Guy might be getting yep. hit, but then you say eleven rounds, something didn't look right. Yes, mm-hmm. and I'm saying we got to have doctors because in the NFL, I noticed from the NFL, from uh, the guys in the NFLPA told me this. Mm-hmm. In the NFL, there's 17 medical doctors that are strategically placed everywhere in the stadium. Mm-hmm. They sit in various places, and most of them have to have clear view sight lines of the bench and the field and all of the 17 doctors are looking for one thing concussion protocol mm-hmm. that's a that's a nflpa rule they they, they protect the person. so if a player has any concussion has been concussed they take his helmet from him 
They must take his helmet so he cannot return on the field. Okay. And the doctors are immediately telephoning on the sideline saying, "This is we need to see him right away. And I'm saying boxing, as brutal as it is, as many headshots you're taking, yeah. there's got to be more than one guy coming up there with a light. Somebody's got to be watching and saying, I just saw his left arm drop. Absolutely. Or something. Whatever that neurological thing is, because yeah. guys shouldn't die in the ring. Well, I would take even... This ain't Rocky, man. Even the gentleman yeah. that comes up to the ring with the you know the, the small light and mm -hmm. he's looking at your pupils even that kind of it's hard for me to really believe that because at this point i think the crowd and the money generated from the fight mm -hmm. can influence his decision to say stop it because i've seen big time fights mm -hmm. where that fight doctor has stepped in look and i could tell he's going to let this fight continue yeah. for the sake of the occasion mm -hmm. two things i remember um joe fraser's trainer mm -hmm. Um, was asked. I remember he and Joe Frazier had a, a very uh, contentious, strained relationship after he stopped the fight in the thrill of Manila mm -hmm. against Muhammad Ali. And they mm -hmm. asked him, did you regret stopping that fight before the beginning of round 15? He said, mm -hmm. absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Because I've seen this before. I've seen fighters in this process mm -hmm. going, and I believe he had a fighter uh, that, that passed away mm -hmm. in very similar circumstances mm -hmm. than Ali. So I think the trainer, he like you said. 15 rounds back then. Oh, and, and that, that, that fight was brutal to mm -hmm. watch. Yeah. And so I think it does. I think the trainer has that relationship with that fighter to where you, you would be able to tell certain mannerisms throughout mm -hmm. the fight. If it is something just as far as being incoherent in the corner. Yeah. And I believe it's, uh, it all, the responsibility also lies on the referee. Remember, yes. uh, Richard Steele and took such a, a harsh criticism, stopping that fight with Chavez and Meldrick Taylor in the late eighties. Mm -hmm. And he said he did not regret stopping that fight. He knew what he saw. And then we saw the aftermath mm -hmm. of Meldrick, Meldrick Taylor's, uh, mental condition now mm -hmm. so i think it's got to be you know there has to be some kind of working together but i think coming off of the recent deaths that we've seen in the ring i don't know if we up to number three now mm -hmm. so the, the last yes i believe this well, year well patrick patrick's in a coma davishev and i don't know i don't i don't know the other two yeah but, but i'm but still but even most recently one is more than enough yeah with javante davis's last fight one of the um refuse or a lot of outrage from the people that were there were saying oh they stopped it too so, early no yeah no i disagreed yeah i thought the referee mm -hmm. stepped in at the right time where that referee had the presence of mind to know the way his body reacted well, to this you're last defenseless punch. man that's why well, let him get hit again that's it now you could argue that floyd's fight with mcgregor i know i'm bringing up some uh, uh, what was that more of an exhibition mm-hmm that McGregor probably could have continued, but he wouldn't have been able to. Was it was defensive. just a matter of time. But That's he was it. also defensive. He was defensive. And it's like, are you going to let them take that last shot that paralyzes them yeah, or whatever? Yeah. But the other thing that I always find interesting, because I'm glad you actually brought that up, mm -hmm. because we also people also look at MMA and they go, oh, this is a much brutal sport. No. But nobody dies in MMA. Not true. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. And the reason is the gloves. Yeah. And mm -hmm. people see the smaller gloves mm -hmm. and they see people get knocked out faster. Mm -hmm. But that's the, in essence, it's the better thing. Mm -hmm. And it was really interesting it's because they when, probably don't have a cast under that. Well, well that's, that's another, yeah, that's well, another that, thing. But but the, the size rat, of the gloves, people rat. have to remember that gloves are not meant to protect the fighter's face. They're meant to protect your hands. Knuckles, mm -hmm. absolutely. So um, it was funny because John McCarthy, the, the famous uh, MMA ref, told a story and he said, he said he gave someone a glove and said, punch this, this table as hard as you can because mm -hmm. they were talking about the safety of MMA. And the guy took it and he punched it mm -hmm. hard as he could and hit the table and he said take the glove off mm -hmm. and he said 
punch this table as hard as you can. And the guy just kind of tapped it. He said, well, what do you realize? He said, you realize that the glove is on your hand to protect your hand. It's not there to protect the surface. So if you take the mm -hmm. glove away, you're you're less likely to get injured. And that's what tends to happen with boxing is it doesn't it never it's never a flash knockout. It's always the accumulation of blows. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That that ends up killing. And then, then we have to realize that and we have to keep a chart of how many blows and I think that's a science thing, like how many blows is too many. Yeah, mm -hmm. and how many blows are going to the body and how many blows are going, going to, to the, the head. head. Yeah, mm. and people, I have heard that people have said, "Oh, well, MMA is, nope. is is much more brutal." No, I disagree because a fight can be stopped in mixed martial arts due to submission, uh, due to a lot of that accumulative punishment comes mm -hmm. in the legs, yep. mm -hmm. uh, the midsection. In boxing, I really have an above the waist target, and in most cases, you can see the percentage of CompuBox uh, punches landed. Most mm -hmm. cases, they're going they're to, go the to the head. head for twelve rounds. For twelve, the rounds. maximum amount of rounds in in UFC MMA five. rule is five rounds. They're five minutes, though, right? Five, I believe in something. Yeah, five, yeah. 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 And how many times have you seen five minutes? They're wrestling on yeah, each other, yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, trying to get positioned the whole yeah. Absolutely. So, let's move on. Mm -hmm. Let's go up the weight class. Let's go up weight now. Okay. Um, Canelo Alvarez is going up two weight classes to fight a man that used to be feared. Mm -hmm. Y'all's thoughts on Sergey Kovalev, Canelo. Canelo Alvarez. fight for legacy. I see what he's doing, yeah. mm -hmm. and he's. <laughs> I don't want to say he's cherry picking Kovalev because he's not. Cause yeah. Kovalev's still tough. That, that's a but he's statement he's to he's fighting. For but legacy, but he is, but he is, he is, he is trying smart. To get, he is it's trying a good to get time Kovalev to get Kovalev, right? right. Mm -hmm. And I think Canelo is such a great body puncher. That's yes. and he saw what Ward did to the Kovalev. Has already yes. there, and he's like, I can punch him in yes. the body and finish this. Yes. Dude. Absolutely. Yes. And I and I think he's right. It's been done before. <laughs> and in this fight, the size differential. I believe works in Canelo's he, favor. He's already down there. He's there already. That's his punch. That's his he's punch there zone right there. So I, I see Canelo beating Kovalev, becoming. He might stop him. I believe he will. I stop think he will him. stop. I him. believe he will stop Kovalev probably late in that fight. I think he's gonna stop him with a body shot. Yeah, yeah it will be this. body. Because do you think Kovalev hits much harder than Triple G? No, no. I didn't even. So, so so Kovalev, you know he he had you know he had that that right hand he can drop on people because mm -hmm. he dropped War with it. Mm -hmm. But I think Canelo doesn't get enough credit for how smart he is in the ring. Floyd taught him that. Yeah. All that head movement, all that waist movement he, he does now, that's all Floyd. I think he's going to. He's, 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 he's definitely like closed the gap yeah. in skill, Can and it all came from after he fought Floyd. Yeah. Canelo has, has done something in boxing that many boxers don't do. They learn from the loss, mm -hmm. and they get better. Yep. Yeah. The Canelo we saw fight Floyd Mayweather, the same who was one. dominated, is not the same Canelo Alvarez. But that was smarter Floyd. Yeah. Floyd yeah. picked the young gunner and, and broke the bank in that fight. <laughs> no mm -hmm. doubt. But he knew that kid wasn't ready. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and all of us sitting in here know, including Asha, who doesn't know what we're talking about, no, Floyd ain't going to fight him now. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, but Floyd's no. 40. Exactly. No. He, I mean, look, I get it, and that's the thing. People always talk about Floyd, stay stay home. Like, mm -hmm. you're 40. He, yeah. He's done what he's, he's had done. to do. And, and I don't think at any time Canelo was ready for Floyd. He he just wasn't ready. You mm -hmm. could have you could have gave him when Floyd was still fighting. He would have never been ready mm -hmm. for Floyd. Floyd is a master, yes. and I feel like people don't give him his credit because mm -hmm. of his because of his arrogance. Because mm -hmm. he's 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 a questionable he's person, a Chris, mm -hmm. questionable human mm -hmm. being. Mm -hmm. But he's a master, yes. and there's a reason why. And it was funny because I remember when people was like, "Oh, Floyd don't want to get in with Thurman." 
I remember when Keith people Thurman. were saying that mm-hmm. when Thurman was on Thurman his rise. on his level, mm-hmm. and I was like, Nah, mm-hmm. Floyd will embarrass him because mm-hmm. Floyd makes Valiant punchers look like something mm-hmm. different. Yeah, you know, everybody who was, yeah, that's what happens. He just makes everybody look the same after the fourth yes. round. Yep. Yes, the first three, four rounds, you good, but after that, you everybody looks the same. 100%. Let's go all the way to the big guys. Yes, sir. Yes, got a couple of rematches on deck in the heavyweight division. Mm-hmm. That's true. You got uh. Andy Ruiz fighting Joshua again, Anthony Joshua. Oh, I know who I'm picking there. And uh, so y'all's thoughts about the first fight and the rematch. Ruiz beat him down the first fight. He's a better yeah. boxer. Joshua. After he got dropped. Yeah. and Joshua. After he got dropped. Yep. You see yep. he came over the canvas. Mm-hmm. That Mexican thing. That's right. Joshua's stiff. Yeah. He's stiff. He's a bodybuilder, man. Did, he look yeah. wrong? Did something he look wrong stiff. with him that night, though, to he y'all? Did. The word His is that he got knocked out in sparring. In sparring. The that, week that's before. the word, the week before. Yes. Like, so they were saying he got knocked out the week before. Yeah. But I'll tell you this right now. I'm putting my money on Ruiz I'm again. I'm going with Ruiz again. He's a better boxer. I'm he's going he's with more Ruiz skilled. Again. I think it was only a matter of time before somebody exposed, exposed this big bodybuilder boxing. <laughs> I'm... I'm I'm with Sean. I'm going with Ruiz again. And I'm going with Ruiz again because I think Ruiz now has the confidence to know and to trust in his skill level. And I believe he believes he can beat uh, Anthony Joshua a second time around more convincingly. Now, let's take the height disparity out of it. it absolutely right. When I look at boxers mm-hmm. in, in a heavyweight division and you look at somebody like Anthony Joshua who clearly is is involved in weights what that does is slow you down and it makes you stiff mm-hmm. even though he's tall he doesn't have much extension mm-hmm. he fought the absolute worst fight and i know you asked about the first fight he fought the worst style of fight that he could have fought andy ruiz now mm-hmm. to the to the average eye you look at the two physiques and you say oh my goodness this <laughs> guy's boy gonna, this guy's gonna walk mm-hmm. right through this guy when he picked him because he was supposed to fight uh jamel What's the guy he's supposed to fight? And he got he, he got a doping Big charge. Big Baby Miller. Big Baby, Big Baby Miller. Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was found. Uh, yeah, he had a little. He had a performance yeah. enhancement. And they picked Ruiz like the, just a fill in. Absolutely. I was like, oh, man, I already knew. I was, I was ready to watch it. Yep. I wish I had put some money on it because I had a feeling that I had no, I had never heard of the dude. No, and, and because the dude, the only dude he lost to fought Parker. Joshua t- t- Parker, uh, yeah. tough too. So yeah. I was like, he not he not yeah. this walking the part that everybody yeah. thinks he is. And that loss was controversial. Yeah. And and the only thing. I'm worried about with Ruiz which would I don't know how much this is going to his head and how hard he's back in the gym so that's my only concern yeah. if Joshua heavyweight him, champion like of the world know. is like you're the president of your country yeah right yeah and they just wind and dine them yeah and I don't I don't know I yeah. don't, that's that's my only concern but if he's ready and he has a good camp and he hasn't gone too far off the deep end it's the I'm taking Ruiz yeah I'm going with Ruiz I think in a lot of cases we'll hear about fighters and you'll hear sparring stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, that was how I first heard about Errol Spence, even after the Olympics, was how he... It was the Mayweather. Just, uh, hey, he, we don't know how it really we happened. We don't know how but, it went down. We heard But that we've he, heard from multiple sources <laughs> that he it, cracked Floyd in that gym and gave him a shiner <laughs> under the headgear. Who, who, Errol? Errol Spence oh, Jr. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah even a, it was really bad, yeah. Yeah, and I've even heard he knocked Broner out. In, in, there's a video out where, or, where Errol said... We're, I mean, there's a video where, where Floyd confesses that he punished him. Mm-hmm. Floyd said, he punished me. Mm-hmm. But he said, he, said he got me ready. That. Yes. So he, he got said me got ready. ready. He said, nah, he punished me. Mm-hmm. But everybody said, knows there's a difference between when them lights go on. That's it. That's the psychology <laughs> He, said, he needed that to get him ready. Yeah. Um, another rematch coming up, Deontay Wilder, Luis, or, Luis Ortiz. Mm-hmm. Uh, your thoughts on the first fight? Predictions on this one? 
I thought Ruiz. Uh, he, Ortiz. Excuse me. Uh, Ortiz. Luis Ortiz. Yeah, Luis Ortiz. I remember that fight, and I thought that his Cuban boxing background showed early in that fight. If you mm-hmm. notice, he he was diagonal to Wilder's shoulder. So he wasn't ever in the early round standing in front of Wilder. He was standing diagonal, mm-hmm. and Wilder couldn't adjust to that. Deontay Wilder has something that you cannot train, you cannot mm-hmm. practice, and he has raw punching power and mm-hmm. it's it is evident and it's present from round one to round 12 mm-hmm. yep. in that fight I'm, I'm going with wilder again uh ortiz is is a couple years older now so i know he's going to start slowing down i like his skill level i just don't think it's enough for deontay wilder you know i'm what, going with wilder by knockout you know what's interesting mm-hmm. about that too those cubans they don't age like i mean a part of me is like ortiz is old he's in his 40s yeah mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah but that first fight was really competitive. It was. Ortiz yeah. skill wise, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think his skill wise, he think was getting he him. Had him. Deontay he was getting got a break. He did. You remember mm-hmm. what happened? Mm-hmm. Ortiz had him in trouble. Oh, didn't for the sure. ref intervene? Mm-hmm. It was just yeah. what happened. He had him in trouble. He was mm-hmm. out. He was out on his feet. He didn't go down to the canvas. They go. The bell rings. He gets sixty seconds to recover. They waited till the bell ring to start the next round. I think that was the eighth round, mm-hmm. maybe the ninth round. Mm-hmm. When they start the round, they ask the doctor to come over to examine him. Mm-hmm. Which now the clock time. stopped, so he did yeah. another. Yeah, yeah, he got some. Extra that was time. that was strategic. That was, that that was strategic because yeah. you know they were they were they were planning on that Joshua, and that I was going right, to be the next right, fight. Right, this right. is a super dangerous fight for him. I, I, I it's not a tune-up. Ortiz, fight. No, it's not. Ortiz, Ortiz, Ortiz is no tune-up. has the possible. The, see, Deontay can get hit. Mm-hmm. He's not elusive. He's just so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and he almost knocked Brazil's head off, and, he, oh, and he's long. That one, and so he's he one can, too. He, he's it's coming long. off. He it's keep, coming yeah. off the jab too. Mm-hmm. He's coming right down the pike with that, and, it, and it's like dynamite in it. If you watch that rematch with in the first round with Bermain Stavern, mm-hmm. if you watch that right hand straight down the middle, he mm-hmm. turned it this way yep. at the end of that punch. But it looked like he hit him from the other end of the, the ring. ring. <laughs> mm. I mean, that he's that reach, long. He is yeah. that long, and I think he used to play basketball. But real talk. As we, as the person that might be in front of Lomo for you mm-hmm. is Usyk, who we don't talk about, the cruiserweight champ that just yeah. moved he just up fought Chaz Witherspoon. Yep, over the and, and he just mm-hmm. won. I want to see that fight. Uh, hold on, that that I do want to see. Who? I want to see him and Wilder. He called out Wilder because, because he Usyk, he's cruiser. He's a cruiserweight, and he so he he he's about two something, two eighteen, two seventeen. That's enough. And when Wilder so gets in the ring, he's 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 not a big heavyweight. So yeah. I want to see him fight. Wilder has fought at two oh seven and two twelve. Yeah. Exactly, and that's why I want to see those two fight in particular. Is so he got, got, he's a big puncher? I don't know who's he. He's not a big puncher, he, but he's crafty. He's, he's solid. He, he's, he's got some moves solid, with super him. talented. Undefeated. Um, undefeated. So who do you have in the rematch for Ortiz? Oh you, oh, you was going to let me get out of that? No, nah, I'm, I, I, I I'm not going <laughs> to oh, you was gonna let me get out of that. You're going to get out of that. I'm going to take Wilder just because that's that's what I want to see. Mm. But I think it's just such a dangerous rematch. I mean, he's, Ortiz is just so skilled. And he really might. Ortiz on the low might be the best heavyweight. Well, what Period. about we haven't even brought up Tyson Fury? Yeah, that's right. He may be the most skilled. He's the most unliked. Yes. All that, yeah. Eh. He's six Again, nine. Built, built, built. Maybe worse than Ruiz. He might. <laughs> right. Well, he. Yeah. Well, the, you know, he had his his substance abuse, and he ballooned yep. to four hundred. So that's all mm-hmm. losing weight off of your body. Yeah. Uh, like you know, when people you know that are heavy to lose weight, a lot of mm-hmm. times you have excess skin and all that. Mm-hmm. Like Tyson lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know. I, I Tyson to me is very much in a Crawford situation where it's like you're you're fighting all of these okay guys and he he got cut his last fight and yeah. that dude beat him up. Yeah. I, I think Tyson is is buying the stardom. He's also doing like a wrestling thing. He's doing yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't I'm not I'm not sold on that. Who's the best? The best the heavyweight, heavyweight right now? Rank them. And we're gonna take between Joshua, Ruiz, mm-hmm. Wilder, mm-hmm. let's put in Ortiz okay. and Fury. I'm going wilder. At I'm one. going wilder number one. I, I just don't see how it's conceivable to have anybody above him. You know, a lot of people believe he lost that fight to, to Fury. Fury on rounds, but he dropped him twice, and he almost killed. It's him. two ten eight rounds. And it's, which it, the man, which the the, man got up like 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 the, Lord, the Undertaker. Like the Lord just grabbed his <laughs> no shirt. Doubt. He didn't have a shirt on. Like the Lord just grabbed his shirt. <laughs> right. And Joe's like like this, and he said, "What what's going on here?" And mm-hmm. jumped right up. And might I add, after he got up, I believe he fought hard enough to win the, the round. Back. Yeah, he was not only did he get up, he was coherent, athletic, it was focused. I yeah. think when they fight again, he went from being knocked out. He was out to cold. Being absolutely he was, focused. He's exactly what we talked about earlier, right? Mm-hmm. When you said, "I thought that Lamont Peterson won that fight," and I was like, "By the rules of boxing, Lamont Peterson yeah. did." But I, but who would you much rather be at the end? Mm-hmm. Probably by the rules of boxing, Tyson Fury won that fight. Mm-hmm. But who would you want to be at the end? Not Tyson Fury. Not the guy that almost been, died. Been it, <laughs> it's always hard for me to justify when it's. It, that's just my line of thinking mm-hmm. and judging. The champion dropped you twice. Had oh, he, you out cold. Yeah. And it's hard for me to, at the end of that fight, say you won the champion. Yep, imagine being wilder. Because you know he was walking around, standing on the ropes. And stuff. I saw it. Yeah, yeah. He was shimmying and all that. <laughs> yeah. He thought he had him knocked out. Now, let me ask you real quick. By the way, that knockdown... That Sean Porter knockdown was he caught him, mm-hmm. but that dude was in such good shape, man. He just he barely touched the ground. Yeah, his gloves. yeah, it's a yeah. knockdown. It, it was. Um, now in that twelfth round, twelfth uh, round, according to the rules of boxing, I don't know if you all heard this. That fight should have been waved off when Fury hit the ground. He was out. His eyes were closed. The, the right people are saying it that, shouldn't even been. I, a count. I, thought, I thought he wasn't going to get a count. And I didn't think he was going to get a count. I yeah. thought they were going to weigh that right off. Yeah. Because he looked dead. Because yeah. it was the 12th round? Be, no, because when he fell back, his eyes were closed. And he was just the way his body was. They thought he was out cold. From, Of course, from television and from the mm-hmm. the, the seats in the arena, mm-hmm. everybody looks at he's out cold. If that's the case, according to the rule, the referee should not even have counted. Mm. They should. It should have been a way I off. Thought, and and when it happened... Attention. I thought that's what it was going to happen. Yeah, they were going to wave I thought, it. I thought he was going to wave it off. I didn't even think. I was like, this is over. Yeah. but And then he got up, and like I said, I thought he got up and so got the So if they fight back. again, mm-hmm. has Fury figured out enough to avoid those bombs? No. I think I think Wilder has a better chance the second time. Really? Because now he, he, he knows see, what he's can, going against. Can Wilder switch up? I haven't seen Wilder do anything but walk towards you and knock you down. It, mm-hmm. It's not about a switch up. I think he just be smarter about what he does. I think he was a little Because he was getting beat. Would you agree? Yeah, he was getting yes. beat. He was being outboxed. He was yes. getting outboxed. But I think I think once you know, I think he knows what it is now. I think he knows what he's going to see. Mm-hmm. So I think he'll, he'll be smarter about the way. Because he's going to hit you. He's going to find you regardless. Right. I, I'm going to disagree. If there's a rematch and if we're talking first quarter of 2020, I think Fury has figured it out. No. I think Fury. Did you watch Fury's last fight? His last fight? Yes, I did. Yeah. I thought it was. If he going to get hit like that by uh, Wilding, yeah, yeah. he don't want no parts of my well, man Deontay. I think, I think he'll he, be so aware. He's these guys. I thought that was what happened the last fight. And I think against Wilder, he will be so aware of those punches, which I thought he was uh, the first fight. Um, you take away the two knockdowns, Fury wins the fight. 
Of course. Hey, y'all. So, easily. I forgot we were doing a podcast. Okay. We just got to wrap it up. It. Oh, okay. Way over. Let's, I'm going to do rapid fire for okay. both of y'all. Sure. Got you. Y'all ready? Yes. Yeah. Most dangerous in their prime, Deontay Wilder or Mike Tyson? Tyson. Mike Tyson. All right. Best left hook, Joe Frazier, Roy Jones. Joe Frazier. Roy Jones. I'm younger. I'm going, I'm going with Frazier. <laughs> Bigger star in the sport. Muhammad Ali or Floyd Mayweather Jr. Star Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather, yes. I gotta go with Ali, man. Change the game. That's youth on y'all. Mm-hmm. Who wins a fight between Floyd Mayweather Jr. and Sugar Ray Leonard in their prime? Sugar Ray Leonard. Floyd Mayweather. See, he spent a lot of time in Florida. You know, I'm going with Leonard. I'm Floyd, going Floyd with Mayweather. Ray. I know y'all hate him, but he's a genius. Nah, oh, no, I love, oh, I love oh, Floyd. Floyd. I love Floyd. But Sugar Ray. The speed and the power. Sugar Ray was, was was pretty boy Floyd his whole I career. Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> Percentage chance that Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao fight again. Zero. I'm going with 33%. It's a one in three chance. Yep. Yeah. I just see the two of them meeting somewhere in a restaurant and just... Just talking it out, saying let's Zero. do it. He doesn't need to come back. I don't. He's too. He's forty. He's too vulnerable. Zero. And he's rich. He's fine. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna go thirty four then. <laughs> Just so we can say, I say, I, I. I believe more than y'all, right? Okay. You're a pound for pound number one fighter right now. Y'all have already answered that. You both say Terrence Crawford. Mm-hmm. Y'all still stay with that? I'm gonna mm-hmm. stay with Crawford. Yeah, I'm staying with Terrence Crawford. Uh, all right. Errol. Alright You didn't ask pound right. for pound all time You're pound for I'm going to ask okay. that You're a pound for pound Number one fighter That you've ever seen Oh Fight Now we go You know some people say well, Was it Was it Sugar Ray Robinson mm. I ain't Y'all know Sugar we ain't Ray seen Robinson that. We ain't even seen Nothing but a few highlights mm-hmm. The best fighter You've ever seen fight In their prime In your life The best fighter you ever seen They had to be in their prime In their prime It was Mike Tyson Mike Tyson was so dominant He was so scary You make him pound for pound Yeah your Mike was ever? Mike was a problem. Pound for pound that I've seen in his prime, Roy Jones Jr. No Ooh. question. No question. It ain't even close. Roy could do so much, man. Roy put his hands behind his back. But everybody knows you. the thing about Roy is they say he ain't fight nobody. They could say that. Yeah. See, this, Roy was special. this is disrespectful. This was disrespectful to that. Just because you're a middleweight and you make everybody look bad. That's it. And then you go to super middleweight and light heavyweight, you make everybody look bad. Mm. And then you go all the way up and win a heavyweight championship. Yep. And then you come back down and they get you because you had to lose he 25 had to drain. pounds. He had to drain all of that weight. And Roy still Jones. won that fight against Tom. Roy Jones, hand on the rope. I don't know. Laughing, skipping around. You know what? Has speed, I, power. I, I, I have just a lot of. Roy Jones, I have a problem with you even answering that. I, I feel bad that I answered Mike. I'm with <laughs> you with Roy, but I still feel like it's Mike. But I also kind of on the low, and I know this ain't fair, but I kind of I feel like Andre Ward should be in this discussion. I just I know he didn't have the flash, he didn't, but he was just such such a technically great. I got an Andre Ward question coming up, rapid fire. Uh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. No, I said technically great. And Floyd, of course. I mean, Floyd is Floyd. Mm-hmm. Andre those, Andre Ward. Them four is just so. So let's say Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. I compare Mike Tyson. He was the Detroit Pistons okay. in their prime, right? Mm-hmm. Roy Jones was. Um, Let's say he was the Lakers Showtime. Yeah, he was Showtime with, 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 with them, right? Um, Andre Ward is the San Antonio Spurs. He mm. is. Andre That's Ward is the San Antonio good. Spurs. Five but look how good. But look but, how good but, they are. But you don't even. You, you don't even. When they on TV, like, you don't even. You wait watch. till the fourth quarter. Mm. 
Yeah, man. Yeah. He's a good dude, too. Yep. But yep. he's a soldier of God. I enjoyed yeah. you, How I you not going to give SOG the soldier of God? He the best one out of them. I know, man. I don't know, but Mike. Mike but y'all agree with that analogy? I thought that was greatest analogy. That is great analogy. Spurs. All right. A fight right now that's so compelling. That you'd literally fly to the venue and pay for the ticket. Who is boxing right now that that fight is so compelling to y'all that you would you would you you'd go into debt to go you you you're not gonna pay per view it. You got to go to Vegas to Barclays or whatever. Who is it? Uh, Crawford Spence. Yeah, yeah. It's Crawford Spence, but secondary. Lomachenko and Tank. That's the one I was going to say. Because you know what's going to happen in that fight, too? It's going to be 10 fights in the stands. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if Baltimore come that far, they coming drunk and fighting. Especially if they if they, if they they have that somewhere on the East Coast instead of Vegas. Oh, nah. yeah, if it's New Lomachenko's York. Lomachenko's not coming. Oh. Yeah, if it's in New York. No, yeah. Lomachenko's oh, not there. coming over here with that. He's not going to do that. Mm-hmm. He's smart enough. Because Tank in his hometown, that's an extra edge. I hope mm-hmm. I hope they put it in New York. Because if it's in New York, that is an edge for Tank. Oh man, that's a, fan, that's a that's train like two, ride. That's like two hours. Yeah, yeah. A train ride, forty-five minutes. Yeah, mm. that's gonna be a problem. Mm. Evander Holyfield mm. versus Andre Ward. Hmm. What weight class? Cruiser. One seventy-five. Oh, back when Holyfield was smaller. Yeah, I'm taking Ward. I would go with Ward. Let me tell you why I made that question. They asked. They asked. They asked uh, uh, Ward one day. Who's is has he ever been afraid in a fight? And he says, Nah, I've never really been afraid. He said, But if you ever feared a fighter, he says, There's only one fighter I've ever feared, mm-hmm. and I never wanted to fight him. Evander Holyfield. That's wow. I mean, uh, he was special. He said, I was. No, he said I didn't want to fight him. Yes, because he, was. he also so- said late recently he said he wouldn't fight Deontay because he's thinking about. Because it was so natural. Ward is, Something you know, about, Ward's walking around at like 201 right yeah, now. Yeah, I've seen him, yeah. And he, so he's got his mind, he's got his eyes set, but he's thinking about somebody maybe like Ruiz. He needs to stay retired fight. too. Yeah, yeah he, he should. He proved his point. He There's no point he can prove that's going to jump him over where people put him. Yeah. Right. And that's the same thing with Floyd. There's no point he's going to prove. There's only a loss. they just going to lose. Either yeah. one of them, mm-hmm. Floyd or Andre. Mm-hmm. Last question. I mean, fellas. I don't think they're going to lose. I mean, there's only loss available. You're not going to jump yeah. higher. If they, you it's win, a money thing. It's, yeah. yes. it's a money thing. But there's nothing in your legacy that changed no matter who you could fight or be at this Hall point. Hall of Fame. Yeah. It's Hall of it. Fame. Well, fellas, thank you. I got one last question before we go. Will there ever be a fighter that can make a billion dollars in boxing again? No. I don't believe so. I don't think so. That's what makes Floyd special. Best a chance. Billion. Best chance is Devin Haney, but. You know what? I think that's a bad chance. It's Canelo. Canelo. With the right yeah. people. Yes, Canelo. Or De- yes, Canelo. It's Canelo's 28, and he can get 10 more $100 million mm-hmm. fights. But I meant that's not on the landscape now coming up. Yeah. That would be Devin Haney. But I, I think Canelo may be tracking in that direction. But if you For think sure. about a billion dollars. I want to I have it. I don't even want to think about it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Incredible. Thanks, y'all. Thanks for hanging Thank out. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Talking boxing with me. Appreciate you guys. And thanks to all of you who tuned in today. Thanks for your weekly support of the Keep Battle Podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Check us out on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Yeah. We'll see you next week right back here on the Keep Battle Podcast.